0: You go. All right. One, two, three.
1: That sounded perfect.
0: And it was off on my side. But, yeah, that's going to be tough.
1: I'm sure sure just by listening back and forth to our timing and our cadence, I can figure it out. Yeah, especially
0: with the two of them. They'll probably be able to even amount as long as you spread the difference between the two. (laughs) Now, the big
1: question is, before we actually start talking, do you have a glass of whiskey?
0: I do not. I do not.
1: Okay. Well, the whole thing's screwed now.
0: let <laughs> forget about it. Call it a, a I'm hanging up. <laughs> oh god. No, I am out, and I did not have time to go to the booze store. You and your family priorities.
1: <laughs> I know. we go <laughs> shove it. Um. So, I'm cool with just starting, like. Because you know, in the first one I did, I recorded a, an intro, and I think I'm gonna start doing that for the show too. Like the conversation, I'll just let the cut. Con- you know how, like, I always had to do that awkward pause and be like, "Oh, I'm gonna do my stupid." Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pod- it's I always felt so dumb, and I called myself dumb every time I did it. That's mm-hmm. a lot of dumb. So <laughs> I, I'm I'm thinking we're gonna cut down on the dumb and just let the conversation start once we get the technical aspects connected. Yeah. Because sometimes we would just start chatting right away if it was like a good personality. Mm-hmm. And I'd have to stop them. It would kill the momentum of the yeah, conversation. But, oh, wait, don't sucked. say that. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So, um, you know, there's little things like that that I want to change. But, okay, yeah. So tonight, though, um, we're going to be... brain. This is going to be a brainstorm session on... So so a problem that I ran into in the first iteration of the show was the 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 amount of time it took to record uh edit troubleshoot um rip out the audio version the video version do the uploading write the uh you know r- r- any write up that went along with it um writing the blog post, embedding all the, like, it's just very time consuming to do the production in the Mm backend. Um, and so I think I'm, when we get to February for the relaunch, I think I want to try to have a team in place. The goal is this, have a team in place, um, that will handle that so that I can be freed up to do, you know, um, the the, more of the bigger picture thinking Mm -hmm. and stuff around that. And so I talked to a couple people about it already, and I, I think I had tried this a couple times before, um, and it worked a little bit. We got a couple different people. Um, Jim uh, Gray helped us out for for a while. I remember that, yeah. Um, and there were a couple others here and there, uh, but you know, it's it wasn't. Um, it, and of course we were thankful for the help. It was great to have people who are interested in it. Um, but I want to get more of a secured, like they have something vested in it also kind of deal. And I think the way to do that is through um, internships through colleges because like some design programs will have um, an internship program where they go out and they get an unpaid internship um, and there's a formal write-up. Um, there's formal reviews, uh, there's an application process and in return, the student gets credit, right? Gets credits towards their degree. Um, I, I know that those programs exist, uh, and the great thing about the new digital age is we could get someone, they could be in Hawaii. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And if they're interested and motivated enough, uh, we could get the right people. So, um, so what I want to brainstorm is the method in which we will go through to advertise the internship, um, conduct interviews, right. Yeah. Award someone the position, uh, and, and how we think we will, um, review their performance and work with them because I want, I want it to be, I want it to be something that, you know, they're really going to be gunning for that. They, you know, something that they're not going to be, Oh, I'll get to it when I get to it. You know, this is going to be a priority for this person who wants this job sure. and I'm, and I'm calling it a job because it's work. It's going to be hard. It's not going to be easy. Um, and, and it's not for everyone. Right, it's not for someone who's just kind of thinking about getting into the field. It's someone who wants to work.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so the first idea I had that I wanted to bounce past you and see what you thought about it was this: um, I'm going to make a page for each position, right? And mm-hmm. I'm thinking we will have as many as three three different positions for this, right? Um, each position will have a page. Well. Let me back up. First, there will be a page dedicated to the program.
0: Yeah,
1: right. Mm-hmm. And it will have the write-up of what the job um, job titles are. Right. Um, why we're doing it, what our motivations are, what the students get out of it, um, a, a brief overview of what's going to be expected of them, mm-hmm. and obviously a write-up of the benefits uh, of them participating at all, because, you know, they're probably going to be, um, required to be present during the live chats also. And so they will get one-on-one interaction with, uh, creative professional rock stars.
0: Sure. And that's a total but, sell right there. Yeah. And,
1: and on a weekly basis, it's like getting a free, and that was my big sell on design chat. Um, you know, forever for all participants is it's it's like getting a mini free design conference every week. Yeah. Where it's fresh content, you get firsthand uh, opportunity to, to ask your own questions and interact with these people. Um, so main page, and then that page, of course, links to um, each individual job page, and on that page. Um, The application process starts by them subscribing to an email newsletter and the email newsletter for that campaign, that MailChimp campaign will send out weekly updates on what the process is, what's going on, what people should be doing, um, how many people have applied. Right. Because as as we start getting them, I want them to see how many people have applied to see like people are gunning for this, right? Hopefully. Um, so, so that's part, that's part of it. Right. And and then, so we'll put a deadline. We'll put, we'll put what it, we'll put a timeline on. This is the timeline you have, you know, th- three weeks to get signed up. Um, and we'll say, we'll start conducting interviews after the three weeks. Um, And then, you know, uh, applicant or the the job will be awarded, uh, on, you know, whatever date. And and the idea is, uh, school is starting now. So they're going to get through a whole semester because they're going to get to winter break. Right. And then the show doesn't launch until January. Mm -hmm. So, um, we have up until February to get them started and and award a job. Right. So we've got a little bit of time built in where we can start sort of a campaign and and get awareness about this. Um, And so where was I going with that? I had a point. So the timing is good where um, what I'm going to start doing now is compiling a list of design programs at different universities. And I'm going to make a video that's going to pitch the idea. I'm just going to turn on the camera and just start talking, right? I'll, of course, write some thoughts down ahead Yeah. and, 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 and say, you know, I'm reaching out to your design program because I have a unique opportunity for your students in, in their, in the second quarter of this year, this is when the show is relaunching and there's a big opportunity blah, blah, blah. And I'll go yeah, through all the details. I don't
0: details. think you have any, you know, I don't think I'll have any issue getting in the door with, with any design program, just bringing up the. the people you've interviewed before and the number of episodes and how old the show is, I think people will be clamoring to, to, accept.
1: I hope, I hope it's one of those things where, you know, it's, it, we're casting a big net, hopefully in that, you know, a, are they excited about it? B, does the school have a program where they allow this sort of free work for credit at the university? what are the university's requirements as far as what does the employer need to provide back? You know, does it go as far as needing W twos and this sort of thing? Um, so I may be, I may be digging a hole as far as how much work is involved for me to get going. But I think in the long run, it's use it. It's, it's, it's useful and it's worth it because, you know, hopefully, you know, we can build some relationships with some young people who are hungry. Um, Right, And then free us up to, to do sort of the 50,000 feet thinking on the show. Mm-hmm. So I was just rambling. What do you, th- what do you think about the whole email sub- subscription kind of make a page for it thing?
0: Uh, well, I mean, the first thing I thought of before you even said anything was obviously the, the designchat.info is going to have to be the hub for any in and out of candidates and information regarding the, the internships. Yeah. Um, what were the, you were saying that there would be three of them though. What were you thinking for the three internships? What would they be? So I
1: think there needs to be a dedicated video editor. Um, because it's, it's video editing for the hour long show. It's also editing, uh, of teaser clips, right? Cause the idea is, um, Each show is going to have a teaser clip that gets published to Facebook um, and probably one for Instagram, too, um, that will give a hint, like a, you know, like a, a cliffhanger. You know, so-and-so was asked this Mm -hmm. and, Mm -hmm. you know, wait until you hear what they said. You know, if you want to hear what they said, you have to subscribe to the podcast, you know, or click through to the landing page on design chat, you know, so that will, it depends on how we want to do it. It can either generate traffic for the website and then they hit play on the YouTube video that's embedded on the, on the blog post or, or we can do a promotion where, um, or a campaign rather that, directs traffic to get subscriptions for the itunes
0: yeah version the idea is to still have the show be live
1: oh totally yeah the show will happen live and anyone who wants to participate because i think the the people who participate live are not always the audience who's going to download it or view it as a podcast
0: certainly not yeah i'd say they put probably polar right i mean as far as the camps that they're in you're either in one or the other you're not in both
1: yeah. You're, you're passive or you're active and there's two different personality types there. You know, the, there's the young student, uh, uh, you know, hungry person who wants to ask questions of this person. And then there's the, you know, probably older professional who just wants some passive listening time of something, a subject that they're interested in. Yeah. So I think we conduct the live show exactly how we did it before. Yeah. Right. I mean, did you, did
0: you ever have a, a? Do you remember? Or did you have any? You know, solid analytics on viewership in, in regards to the? You know, these two camps before. Like, what? What was like the percentage of of viewership as far as podcast versus live?
1: I captured viewership on podcast stuff, but I never kept a running tally on live. And the, the reason that was hard um, was twofold. The first part is that we changed platforms a number of times on what we used to broadcast live and each platform had its own set of analytics. And number two is I would have had to uh, like physically record it each time on my own. You know, this is how many people total came on. This is the greatest number at one time that was on. Um, this is how many people engaged and you know there I could have hand recorded all these analytics but it would have been very time consuming and difficult yeah. and honestly at that time I wasn't I wasn't really well educated about analytics um enough to think ahead to like think about engagement rates and conversion rates and and these sorts of things
0: yeah well we weren't really selling anything and if, if you were watching the the live show you were getting the product <laughs> so that was, yeah that was the end that point. was it that,
1: that was the end game <laughs> I was just happy that people were tuning in or all Yeah,
0: right. Well, anyway, back to, um, you know, the, the email sign-up for each internship. I think that's a good idea, especially to get a pool of uh, emails together, you know, getting maintaining that pool of, of enrollment or whatever, and also then being able to communicate with them pretty easily. I mean, just doing MailChimp newsletters, that's, mm-hmm. that's pretty smart.
1: The um, the other two positions I was, I was thinking of um And these two positions might be combined or they could be separate. It depends on how we want to play it out and how much work we want them to do. Um, The next one's a writer. Uh, So this person is going to write all of the blog posts. They're going to take notes during the show about what the show was about um, so that there's a you know, when, when you upload to iTunes and you have a little description, you know, short description of what the show is about. Um, you know, this person is also going to be responsible for, um, publishing the blog post and there's, there's stuff that needs to happen there. As far as tagging, you have to do meta tags. When you upload to SoundCloud, you have to do meta tags. When you're uploading to YouTube, you have to do a separate set of tags when you're uploading to WordPress, Mm -hmm. you know? So there's a lot of thinking about the verbal side of this and how it translates not to just what the content was, but what people are going to be searching for you know, and, and so that person is also going to have to be sort of a researcher in that I'm going to require them to monitor, um, and, and interact with Google trend and YouTube, uh, search trend terms and related terms.
0: And that's, that's a, that's a technical side of it as far as copywriting, um, making sure that you're hitting your target as far as keyword and stuff like that. But I think it wouldn't hurt to get a writer that would um, be able to contribute in, you know, a, a timbre side of things. As far as like the voice of Design Chat and what type of voice that is, as far as you know, the brand is concerned.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm open to input on that. Of course, no, there's no doubt. Um, but what the thing I'm teetering on right now is, do I target that position? at design schools and pitch it as this position is for a designer you know a visual communicator yeah. who also has a passion for writing mm, yeah or, or, or do i find a way to get in through you know other 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 schools within the university you know that would have creative writing or people who are interested in blogging in general yeah so I, I don't know. I, they'd have to be, I think they'd have to be passionate about it the subject matter in some way. Yeah, I think so. Um, so the third position then is uh, showrunner and coordinator. Um, so this is going to be some of the crap that I was having you do in wrangling people for questions, approving questions, um, you know, doing some of the behind the scenes, switching cameras, um, helping with scheduling the chats and communicating, um, once, so once I bait someone and say, uh, and get them to agree to do a show, there's still a lot of work to get them on the show. Oh yeah. Right. Especially when you get with some of the higher profile people like the Nissan guy, that was, that was a, that was a lot of work to get him technically set up and I wasn't working with him. I was working through an assistant. Right. So the assistant, the assistant had a bunch of requirements and stuff like that. That's, that's a lot of time consuming work. Um, and you know, that person could also be the writer, but I think that's asking a lot, you know, Uh, um, and and I kind of like the idea of having a team of three interns, you know, that, the dynamic changes once you get to three, you know, and I think they can really rely on each other and help each other and, you know, maybe share responsibilities or, Hey, you know, I'm busy this week. Can you help me out and do this thing? You know? Um, and, and it starts to form more of a a team atmosphere. Sure.
0: We'll have to get the slack going.
1: (laughs) You know what? I've been hearing so much about that thing. I, I, I've never seen it. I know it's basic capabilities. I'm not sure. I, I, I haven't I haven't downloaded it yet. I
0: don't but it's good. I is it? Yeah. Again it's you want it's, to hear some, it's not different than all the other ones that do the same thing. It's just designed really well.
1: I had my first actual work experience with Basecamp a few weeks ago. Oh, ouch, yeah. I was disappointed. Yeah, I bet you were. <laughs> I was severely disappointed. <sighs> yeah. It was like Every single action that was taken, if somebody made a note, if somebody uploaded a document, I got an email for it. (laughs) So I got 30 emails (laughs) and hardly anything has happened on Basecamp. I thought the whole idea of that thing was that you just log into Basecamp and that's your work hub, right? Yeah. The email thing made it so complicated. And then you actually get in the interface I couldn't tell what the fuck was happening. Yeah. It's a
0: really bad UX. I mean, yeah. they haven't changed it in forever and they think they have it down, but there's certainly a learning curve and you know, yeah, it's, it's not the best.
1: <laughs> it's so disappointing because I mean like Jason freed, he was on the show. Right. Uh, and, and the way that he sold it because it was a product that they needed themselves Right. And the, the, all the people, I mean, I know other people who work there and they're all really, really great designers and mm-hmm. creatives. And it's, it, I was really, I was really bummed. Well, speaking of
0: does Mig work there, right? Yeah. Is he still doing a yeah, whole pie?
1: I don't think so. Okay. I think he, I think he let that live. I think it just kind of is, I think he did 20 or 30 of them, maybe something like that. Yeah. Um, and they were really great while they lasted. I'm not sure what kind of side projects he's doing. I haven't, uh, I haven't followed up on him, but he's been, I mean, he's been a base camp now. God, it's has got to be two or three years. A couple of
0: years. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'll have to, so you use Slack. Tell me about Slack.
0: Uh, Oh, it's just super simple. Um, I mean, one of the best things about it is the integrations you can, There's a lot of uh, third-party integrations you can bring into it. Um, Otherwise, I mean, you really don't have to. I mean, it's all just you create channels, and it's just discussion, discussion, discussion. Everything is searchable. Everything is, you know, sortable, pinnable. Uh, It's a really nice interface. Everything just made sense right away.
1: Mm -hmm. And so there's a desktop app? Desktop,
0: mobile. Um, web app you know a desktop app um, might be a web app wrapped into a um, you know native app but really what it's doing does not require any kind of native functionality right you could just it's so simple that you could just plug it into anything and it would work fine right sure
1: okay well
0: so I can imagine we create channels which are kind of like Chat rooms essentially create Mm -hmm. a channel for each show. You create channels for any kind of topics we need to discuss or track any kind of you know mind meld of stuff. You know, I think it would work.
1: So, for like a web firm, you probably make a channel for each new project, yeah.
0: Well, like at work, we have uh, there's channels for there's a general, which is just you know anything regarding work, random, which is like you know. Stupid GIFs that have you know it shouldn't be at work at all. And then <laughs> and then there's you know we have like uh, HTML snippets, JS snippets, CSS snippets, um, and then a channel for like uh, code. That's another. where the searchable.
1: That's where the searchable function comes in. Yeah,
0: yeah. So like we would post snippets. We chat in the snippets channels, but like if you post a snippet, you can pin it, and then you can see all the pinned items for that channel. So all it's all organized into like a little. It's really nice.
1: Oh, cool. So when you say pin, you mean like you're tagging it with the subjects of of the snippet?
0: Yeah. So you can post anything and say, all right, share it in this channel and share it in that channel and share it to this person. And then you can go to that, that post and in that channel and go, all right, pin this to this channel or pin it to that channel.
1: Oh, oh that's interesting.
0: Which is kind of like a sticky, you know, make it sticky so that... It gets put into this bucket within that channel that you can go to that bucket and say, all right, here's all the curated things about this channel. We wanted to keep track in this one little bucket, right?
1: That's super smart. That's super smart. Yeah. And that's perfect for this sort of team thing that we would do.
0: Yeah, and it, and it would handle all of the chat, you know, all over the chatter and the chat itself, instant messaging kind of style. And
1: and it's all in one spot as opposed to, like, people texting each other yeah, and stuff.
0: Yeah, or, or email. Yeah, it takes care of email, too, because it would kind of handle that conversation as well. That's super smart. And then it's all searchable within one place. It's really nice.
1: I'm rereading my notes from earlier I took some notes at lunch when I was thinking about this stuff applicants Hmm. Um, I had written some goals for August and I've got another week left and I think I can cross a couple more off the next one is I'm going to start compiling the list of design schools yeah um, so that when I blast, cause I'm going to blast it out all at once. Um, and I might, I might record individual, um, greetings. Like if I find like as, as, as granular as like, this is the program chair for the design yeah, program at this school yeah, drop it in. and say, Hey, yeah, you know, Susie, you know, thank you for taking the time to click on this and listen, blah, 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 you know, and make it totally. and, and then make that 15 seconds. And then, you know, the whole pitch video is a minute.
0: Perfect. Yeah.
1: Um, goal for finished segments by end of month. Oh crap i didn't even start on this one yet cut video segments from old content that's time consuming i should have been do i should have been doing that this week actually cuz i've got the rest of this week off before my next class starts on monday what was the plan there um i was going to go cut video segments from old shows well, and edit, yeah. edit together <laughs> teaser clips um, you know, and you know, where it's like one question, one answer. And then I say, Hey, if you want to, if you want to, you know, listen more, go to YouTube and subscribe and, you know, you can go watch every, all the old shows there. Cool. And so, and then that video goes on to Facebook um, sure. and I start pumping Facebook full of video and, you know, maybe once we start getting some momentum going or during the actual relaunch, I'll start doing some promoted posts to just get it out there. Right. Yeah. Great right, Pitch. I've pretty much written, i need like, I've got my thoughts together, but I need to write formal job descriptions I think I'm gonna wait till September for that. So September, I've got at end of month by September. I should be sending the requests to schools because I want them thinking about it. I want the I want the you know department chairs thinking about it for a couple months before they before it actually launches. Mm-hmm. And then I'm thinking October seems early. Probably November. No. I'm changing my mind. It could even be in January. We don't have to, I mean, if the show launches in February we don't have to commit to an intern until like early January. Don't you think?
0: I don't think there would be too much of a ramp up or a, or a learning curve for the, any of the interns. I mean, quick checklist and, you know, I don't think there'd be any kind of, you know, rigorous orientation, you know?
1: I think, I think it would be smart to do, a fake show run through with all of them, like set up a fake chat. Yeah. Right. And make the discussion of the chat be the discussion of the training session and get them to walk through everything because almost every single time we did a show, there was a technical glitch. Uh Right. And, And we had to figure out on the fly and make it work. And, and I want them to get used to the idea that it's going to be a little hairy, you know? It's going to be a little touch and go for a live show. Yeah. And I want them all to go through the steps before we make them do it for real.
0: Can't hurt. Certainly can't hurt.
1: Are there any other things you've been kicking around just in general? I know you mentioned you want you're thinking about redoing the site.
0: I mean, the site's looking a little dated. Um, I'd like to just open it up a bit. It's a, it seems a little cramped. Um, and I'd like to work on the type a little bit. I'm yeah, just going to
1: say that. It needs some work. Yeah. And and maybe even um, some extra finesse on the, the mobile version. Yeah is that we we i mean we got it like it has a mobile version (laughs) yeah but it's not like it's not up to date it's It's not not super tight (laughs) no
0: it works (laughs) it works yeah you don't know the content gets cut off but it's kind of all over the place and uh yeah yeah my media breaks are really weird and
1: and it just doesn't live up to the standards of like, if we're talking about design and we're talking about the, to the highest and exactly. people that, that we can possibly get, like the, the the capsule that this is living in doesn't quite live up to that standard. Exactly.
0: Exactly. I'd like to bring it up to uh, you know, prime time. Seriously. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at soundcloud as a possible hosting situation
1: I use, I, I use them already yeah 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 they host the audio I, um they had a kick where they went on a they want they wanted to recruit people who were doing podcasts and i think i think it started because i got an email from them about it and uh And they hooked me up with a totally free account. The last time I checked that the account is good for like another two years.
0: Wow. Nice.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: that's only audio though, right?
1: It's only audio, but it's like super high quality. Um, there's people who just listen to it on the SoundCloud platform. They have their own set of analytics. Um, and I was smart enough that when I, hooked up the audio version, I made a Google feed burner. So the feed burner is what's pointing to iTunes. And then SoundCloud is pointed at the feed burner. So if for whatever reason, and I hope this isn't the case, we have to go away from SoundCloud. I don't lose the subscribers through iTunes. Nice. I, you can change where the content is being pushed from. Well, it's
0: all feed burner, right? As long as you stay with feed burner,
1: the the feed burner is what iTunes sees as 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 the podcast.
0: So you can change your source as much as you want. Yep. Interesting. Can, can it be any source?
1: As long as it fits the requirements. Yeah.
0: What are these requirements?
1: Uh, the RSS feed. right Right? like it's got to be a very specific type of feed that comes in okay and i couldn't tell you the specifics of that right so i'm just not smart enough but
0: um i'll do some research yeah to see if there's just you know there's got to be somebody's doing some video podcast hosting for free somewhere it's just got to be
1: there are free accounts um podbean is has a free account there's a, but here's the deal. What they do is they limit it. Um, they limit how often you can upload, the amount of data you can upload. Yeah, fuck that. And they limit the amount of people that can download it, right? And if you hit a limit, if for whatever reason one of the shows blows up, then they're going to charge you yeah. Yeah. A, an exorbitant amount. None, I haven't found one that seems um, – and I'm not saying – Fair or unfair, but you know, for a small podcast that wants to do video, well, it's tough because it it generates a lot of data, yes, it does, and it, it costs a lot to host that sort of thing. So, I just don't think it's you know financially been viable for any company to offer serious free video hosting.
0: Yeah, I just found this article. Let's see. I mean, I'll, I'll keep looking around. You know, I'm thinking like the big boys that just host a lot of shit already like Google Drive or, you know, like some kind of Amazon, you know.
1: The one I've been crossing my fingers for forever, and I don't think it's going to happen, is that you can just point a YouTube channel to iTunes. Oh, God,
0: that would be awesome. Yeah, or Vimeo or something.
1: It it makes a lot of freaking sense, man.
0: So there's some research there.
1: I think. Well. I think I'm going to hold this subject for the next time we chat. Okay. The next time we chat, I want to talk about. What can, so I was always looking and, you know, it never came to fruition to find a way to generate revenue through the show, you know, to, to be able to do things, to be able to help grow it, you know? Um, and we got really close on a couple instances, but it just never, and you know, that's one of the things I want to be freed up to think about and do. Um, so, you know, there's. The first target I was hitting was do advertisements during the show. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, if we get to a certain point of viewership, that'll work. But the other thing I want to think about, and I think there's a huge opportunity for, is to actually develop products, like develop digital products that professional creatives and um, aspiring creatives would want to download, right? I think there's a huge market for that. For example... um, Photoshop actions, Okay. Yeah. Uh, access to custom tutorials, right? We, we come up with, here's the thing that a lot of people are trying to do right now, right? Whether it be a fad or a new technological innovation that's happened, that's changed the way that we make our work. You know, we do a little, uh, series of, uh, video tutorials on it and then we put them up Uh, and we, we make a paywall. So if you subscribe to the, uh, tutorial section, um, maybe it's a one-time fee, maybe it's a monthly subscription. I don't know, uh, that you get access to this content and, and some of this content could be born out of the discussions that we have on the show.
0: Yeah. (coughs) Synergy, baby.
1: Yeah. Um, or, um, you know, and this, I don't. I don't think I want to get into the physical product space because the research that I've done on it, um, it requires a lot of time and effort to house the physical products. First of all, produce the physical products, house the physical products, then maintain all of the shipping supplies that you need, and the time it takes to pack and ship orders. Then there's customer management, right? Yeah. It's customer relations. If we accidentally ship an incorrect product, we're probably going to just eat the cost of that one product and have to ship out the next one. Yeah. Right. So if we're dealing in T-shirts or posters or whatever, um, that's a that's not an easy game. Like that's that's a game that you start playing once you really get to scale. I don't think that's a that, that's a first stage thing. Yeah. So, that's a longer discussion I think for products and and brainstorming for that later. Okay. Well, where are we at? We're at 39 minutes, so we're we're getting close to the end. Um any other general stuff or stuff you want to kick around for, for the video editor or the writer or the showrunner? What's, what's something for you things you were having to do that you think, you know, could be delegated in a better way or, you know, something like that.
0: Um, well, we were always promoting the idea that, being there for the live show was kind of better than just subscribing to the podcast. Yeah. Um, to become part of the conversation. I mean, um, well, I mean, it, it hurt just to talk a bit about why we think it, the original design chat did or did not take off as much as we did or didn't think it would. Um, and is it just a matter of time, you know, like the amount of time in our lives that we can put into it? Can we tweak some things about this or that, you know? Uh,
1: so a couple specific thoughts on that. The, this kind of thing is so much about momentum. And where yeah. we fell short was losing the rhythm of the show and life would happen and we get busy or I just wouldn't get around to scheduling it and we take a couple weeks off. Right. Mm-hmm. Or then there were longer periods than that. Um, and if you, it's so funny, man, if you look at the web analytics or the, the old video analytics, man, you could tell, you could tell where we would be like, <laughs> A week, you know, if we did four or five weeks in a row, man, that curve was trending up. It was it's it was like a train. And and, and then we'd hit uh, like a super celebrity who already had a big online following. and yeah. our, our numbers would just skyrocket. Totally. And that was really exciting. And the second that you take two or three weeks off and the people who are tuning in that week, they're like, ah. Oh, forget this. I'm not, it's not worth me getting excited about, I was excited about it this week and they're not there for me. So then they'd shut us off mentally and they, they're not coming back. Um, so I think momentum and scheduling is a big, 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 big part of that and being consistent. Um, that's not something uh, at times we were good at it, but for the most part we were not. Um, and that's the, I think that's also part of the let's get some production help to lift because you know, a lot of times I'd just be frigging tired, man. Yeah. You know, a a project would start happening at work and I'd have to start putting in extra hours and I'd barely be able to get the show published. And then I'd have more, no more time to start thinking about emailing people or doing more scheduling. And I just be like, man, I need a break. And, um, you know, it's a cop out. It's a wuss out. You know, you can say I wasn't dedicated enough, but it's just hard. So I, am trying, I'm trying to be smarter about this time. Where we get the help we need to actually produce the show. Totally,
0: and I I think you're right about having youth in those positions will help. Yeah, (laughs) they'll have the energy. They'll have the free time. Um, Yeah.
1: Um, I had a second thought on that. Yeah,
0: I just did too. It was. I think we have to, um, kind of. as far as, the, you know, promotion of the shows, I think yeah. we have to train the uh, guest a little better, you know, at least um, really try and push them to say, you know, this isn't just kind of like a free ride. This is kind of, you know, this is your chance to promote yourself as much as we're trying to promote design chat, right? So get on the Twitter, really get the word out about this show that you're going to, you know, it, it, it helps all of us if you really help us out with the promotion of the show and get people to come and, and be part of it you know
1: and I think at a bare minimum I ask them to tweet just prior to going live
0: yeah
1: um and you know some were better than others at it and I think we've moved along the timeline far enough now where more people are aware of you know this is just something you should be doing yeah um you know and everyone that I talked to before we went on or while I was emailing with them, I told him, I was like, you know, you can have the, you can embed the show. I'll give you the video. You can do anything you want with it. You know, if you've got something to promote, let's talk about that. A lot of people, I mean, sometimes the guests would come on specifically just because they had some, they had an agenda. Yeah. They needed to promote something. Um, and I wasn't always looking for that. Like a lot of times I was just taking recommendations or people that I knew tangentially, uh, to try to, cause I just was interested in them, you know? Yeah. Um, but you know, th- there is a, s- a strong model in targeting guests who also have an agenda because you're right. They'll, they'll have the motivation to help promote the live and the recorded shows also.
0: Yep. Exactly. And, of course, getting people that people want to hear helps.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah you'd think.
0: Um. And that's one thing I remember, or I know, that you know, when Dave hunts uh, down people to be cusp presenters, the one thing that he reiterates more than once when he discusses it with these people is, don't be boring. <laughs> Whatever you do, <laughs> don't be boring. <laughs> Man.
1: Can I tell you like I still have nightmares about that Milton Glaser show.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And as much as I have nightmares about it, like I'm thankful that it happened. Yeah. Because it was a real eye-opening experience to, you know, s- sometimes even in the best of circumstances shit can go bad yep. right and I need to have a mental plan to fix it when it happens and not freak out like I did
0: I don't think you freaked out
1: inside my head I would yeah. haywire.
0: I could tell I mean I could tell that your demeanor changed slightly but I don't think it was like a catastrophe <laughs> you
1: know it wasn't a, I mean I, w- I wouldn't Say it was a total catastrophe And like you know but my internal Perception of the events (laughs) Made it difficult for me to conduct Myself clearly after that and Try to recover Yeah. Um and part Of that is also just experience and doing Doing more of them and not You know it's on that one I Definitely made a mistake in because Like my Perception of that person And how um how much I put his identity on a pedestal. Mm -hmm. Right. I forgot, I I forgot to just let it be a relaxing conversation or, you know, engaging conversation. Like I, I had my, my hopes were just so incredibly high for that one. Yeah. Um, that I think I lost perspective on, on how to just, I don't know, connect.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing about, um, being a good interviewer is that uh, you have to make it seem like it's a very comfortable conversation, but really you are in charge. I mean, like you really have to steer it and you have to force it (laughs) to make it seem unforced. (laughs) I think you are actually very good at it, so I'm not too worried about it.
1: Well, thank you very much.
0: Uh,
1: No, I mean... It's, it's, and that's, that's the thing. It should just be a conversation. And anytime that I would try to like act like serious interviewer guy, that's when shit went wrong. Yeah. Yeah. When, when I would just relax and, and honestly the drinking helped. Like, I'm not going (laughs) to lie. The drinking (laughs) totally helped to like, because in general, like I don't talk a lot in, in just in life and relationships. I'm not a talker, but Put a drink in me.
0: Yeah,
1: watch out. <laughs> Put a drink in me, you and I just start babbling. Yeah, and uh you know, it just just kind of loosened it up a little bit. Yeah. And I don't think we ever got to a point where like it was too drunk, you know, and got awkward or anything yeah. like that. That, but that's the that's the thing you want to be careful of. I mean, there was that one time we called Eric Marinovich's mom on the phone. <laughs>
0: That happened. <laughs> that was fun. Oh man. It was a good time. So I, th- I think that's good stuff. That's good show. You know, that's good show. That's, that's, good show. Uh, that's clip worthy, you know,
1: <laughs> totally. I, and that's the other hard thing is going back and rewatching or re listening to them and having to listen to myself. Cause nobody likes to hear themselves talk. Yeah, right. And like you, like, I hear a lot of interviews with actors and stuff, you know, and they're like, "I will not watch the movie that I was in until three years after it happened because the perspective I have on these things, like you can't, you're just going to hate everything." Yeah, you're like, "Oh, they took that take. Yeah. I did five more that were way better than yeah, that take. I can't believe they really put that take." So
0: in. I can't remember even what was happening. <laughs>
1: You know, maybe it is better that it's been that long and I'm going to go back and look through the shows now and try to find some material. Maybe I'll have a better better perspective on it. Oh, don't know. definitely. You can't not, right? Oh, here's the other thing. I want more hosts. Like, I want more people in the discussion on a regular basis. Would you be open to doing that?
0: Uh, I mean, as like, you a co-host kind of thing? Yeah. Absolutely. That's fine with me
1: because it's it's a, it's the same thing as to back to the team building and the community thing like people are just going to get sick of hearing one perspective and like i'm going to start telling stories over and over like i do mm-hmm. um and i don't know i just think it's a healthy dynamic and here's okay so it's this is the total copycat thing also and it's because i listen to the nerdist so much are you familiar with that podcast hey, chris hardwick yeah
0: I am not. I know of him and his work.
1: So what he does, um, and we are going to copy, (laughs) because it's smart. um, He has his sort of, they're not really one-on-one interviews. Usually he has a couple of his other co-hosts in the room with them, depending on who's available. Like a panel kind of situation? It's not totally panel because like... Chris Hardwick and his guest dominate the conversation. And once in a while, the co host will chime in, but then they'll do what they call a hostful. And it's these three core guys, Chris and these other two guys, and they're all stand up comedians, right? Mm-hmm. And that's part of the formula and why it works. It, it's just the three of them catching up and riffing and BSing, right? And it just adds to the atmosphere of, relaxed conversation, but it always ends up being on these topics that are relevant and keep on coming up in their discussion. And I think that would be a good formula to copy to have, you know, designers and creatives on sort of a panel, you know, once every three or four shows, just do a BS chat. Totally, It helps to pad the content that's coming out from the source it helps to create variety for the people who are listening. It helps to create storylines because they'll get to know us over time, mm-hmm. right? Because you end up talking about personal crap in your life and what's going on. Like, oh, I just did this job and it was for this client and then blah, 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 and this happened and that happened. That's going to be positive and related, you know, material because I, I said it a few times, a hundred times, probably during the show, yeah. is doing this is a lot like therapy for creative professionals
0: definitely
1: because you're you're it's like talking about the event after the event happened and reflecting upon it and oh what did it mean to me at the time well what does it mean to me now oh the next time i go into the event i'm going to approach it this way mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. And, and, and it's just a shared community sort of learning experience yep. that you cannot get unless you friggin talk about it man
0: well, yep. sit on therapy. that couch sit on that couch and get some new perspective yeah
1: and get it out. You sometimes you just get gotta get some crap off your chest because like it's in your head, right? You've been having this problem in your head, but then when you say it out loud or somebody else pitches it back to you when they say, Oh, I think you're saying this, but what you mean is that, right? And you're like, Oh crap, I do mean that. I can't <laughs> believe I've been screwing that up the wrong the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's the sounding board. It's just that's why <laughs> that's why it's good to friggin' talk to people. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, or, you know, you could just be quiet and eat your emotions.
0: <laughs> Until little lumps form within your neck, you know, like oh, little tumors.
1: Yeah, it manifests <laughs> in physical deformities. <laughs> I'm so freaking stressed out. Oh. Oh. All right. Well, I think we had a lot of good subjects. Yeah. Um. I should have done this last week. I, I know I tried to get a hold of you last week and then I, I just flaked out just, this crap got crazy. Um, but I, that's the consistency thing, man. I uh-huh. think, um, let's start doing this on Wednesday nights. Sure. And so did you listen to the one that I put out two weeks ago?
0: I did not I didn't even know about it.
1: Um, so I recorded a conversation with my buddy Aaron at work. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's an art director, but he does some web stuff too. And, um, so he's been really cool to, to meet and learn. And he's been fun to be around at work. And so I invited him in and we did a chat and the weird thing was like, I started working. So I moved to Texas and I'm still working for the same company, but now obviously I'm around different people. So I'm meeting people and he's like, oh yeah, we're, we're talking about podcasts. He's like, you listen to this one. I listen to that one. And I was like, you know what? I used to do a podcast. He goes, wait a second. I know you. I listened to your podcast, your design chat. And, and, and he's like, holy crap, I've been talking to this whole time thinking I knew you. And that's how I frigging know you. So, um, so it was just crazy. It was just, you know, small nice. world kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but you know, he's a smart kid. I say kid, but you know, obviously he's an adult with two, <laughs> old he's got two kids and married. And, um, but, uh, but you know, um, unfortunately, he's oh. taking a job somewhere else. And like his last day is on Friday. Mm. So it was going to be like totally convenient to talk to him at work, but maybe we get him on these calls, like conference him in or something yeah, like that and, and record it that way. So, um, I'm sure he'll probably be open to it. Cause he, cause who's as before I even said I was relaunching, he's like, dude, whatever I can do, nice. if I can help you in any way, like I totally want to help. I'm in. And he was really psyched about it. So I
0: think a lot of people would act that way. I mean, this thing really is gold. There's nothing you can do I'm, wrong with this thing. You know what I mean?
1: I think it's got potential. And what what kills me is that it doesn't seem like anybody's el- anybody's picked up the format and just done it.
0: I was thinking like I'm going to go look right now and see if AIGA is doing any kind of video chat interview thing at all.
1: They've done them in the past, but they're not consistent. Like they'll do them for a season and make five episodes of this or whatever. Yeah. But usually it dies off. And the hard thing about that is um, their boards change every year. Yeah. Right. So you've got different leadership with different ideas and maybe it doesn't carry through. I mean, the most um, consistent one, obviously, is um, Design Matters with Debbie Millman. Right. You know, and yeah. She's been doing that forever and this huge following. And there's two or three other like really big design podcasts out there. Um, you've got the Roman Mars one, then ninety nine percent. But that's that's um,
0: kind of niche, you know, like that's
1: storytelling. It's a yeah. You've got uh Adventures in Design. They've they've been doing a lot of work over the last few years. Um and, and, and there was, there's one more that's on the tip of my tongue that I can't remember. Um, but what grayscale gorilla, he does, he, he still does shows, but he doesn't do interview format. He does tutorials and stuff. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, 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 white James white mm-hmm. started doing his show and I'm not sure if he's interviewing people, um, or if he's just doing his like, um, sort of motivational and tutorial kind of stuff that, he, that he's done in the past. I'm not sure what he's doing. Yeah.
0: Um, well, that brings up a good point. I mean, the focus of design chat has always been find a person or two or maybe even three or four. We've done, I think five, maybe at one time, right. In our, our guests. Yeah. Um, Maybe, you know, like you're saying, to get some more, you know, supplementary content that you move away from the interview, interviewee format to something else. I don't know what it would be, but just, you know, if you take the design chat as literal, even still, it's not, doesn't have to be interview, interviewee. It just has to be chatting about design, right? So sure, not necessarily a guest or a superstar or anything like that. It could just be you and somebody else or just, you know. Something more instant, you
1: know. What if, what if we even had, what if we even put it out there like, hey, you know, you're out there, you're chatting. If you sit down and have a chat with someone and record it on your phone, we'll put it out, you know. That's not like a something bad idea. like that, We're like once a month, like to, you know, try to get try to get one once a month. I mean, because not everything that gets turned in is going to be good necessarily, but there's plenty of all. You know, we encourage people. Hey, every single iPhone has a um, a great audio recording app on it. It comes with the phone, right? Mm. Boot it up, sit down with someone at lunch, and you know, if you submit it, maybe we'll post it.
0: Not a bad you know, idea.
1: That could be a whole series. That could that could be its own show. Yeah, you know, I don't know.
0: That would be design voices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: design voice design chat voices. I'm trying. I'm sketching. I'm ch- I'm writing down now. Um, auxiliary design chat what's what's another synonym for like extension or
0: um the extra um
1: uh is there a funny name for if you grow like a third arm
0: uh, yeah um, <laughs> um what's what's your appendix it's uh, what's the word for that? that that's not the right word though i mean uh
1: the hard thing about doing this is at night is my brain is functioning at like 50% yeah, speed right now. So I just found myself like, I'm just staring at my notepad and nothing is happening. Like, there's no activity yeah, I know. at all.
0: Um, additional um, beyond? I'm just looking at thesaurus.com now.
1: Alright, well, let's table let's table that for now. Right. It's I think it's a good... Um, seed of an idea that needs to be fleshed out a little bit, and then we'll revisit it the next time we cool. talk. Alrighty. Extension. Um, all right, let's wrap this up, and then um, so I'll probably do the same thing I did last time. I'll get this published by probably Saturday. Okay. So it'll be out. Um, yeah. And if you, uh, if you, let's do this. So I've been doing physical notebooks lately, and then. I mean, you could do the Google Doc thing too, but I've been more, I, because I carry around this notebook everywhere, um, that's just been kind of my go-to and then, you know, just take notes as you come up with stuff and then we'll raise it in our discussions and then just start fleshing stuff out.
0: Yeah. Cool, man. All right. How do you want me to get you this file?
1: Uh, when Dropbox or WeTransfer or whatever. Okay. That's fine. All righty. Cool, man. Talk to you later. All righty. Ok, bye. Adiós.